Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined by my co-host Alex and we are here to discuss Dave Gettleman's retiring. Yeah, no, just kidding. We're here to talk about that too. But the main thing, the main thing, Alex, is Joe Judge has been fired and is now not the head coach of the New York Football Giants. Huge, huge, huge news. I'm going to say it three times. I don't care, Alex. Because this is humongous news. There you go. The long version of huge. I mean, we were here about to record, I would say 30 minutes ago, talking about Dave Gettleman has retired and we don't really know the uh, the update on Joe Judge. We don't know where he's going. We don't know what he's doing next. And it seems like John Mara met with him yesterday. Blah, 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 blah. Here are our GM candidates. And then Jordan Ronan. And Ian Rappaport dropped the bombshell. The bombshell. Stating that uh, Joe Judge is not the Giants head coach anymore. And um, 
it's a huge deal. So uh, I'll go to you, Alex, first. I know uh, for any, anyone listening, anyone watching, we recorded an instant react. Well, first of all, we went live first. He did a live stream first, talked about the firing lot, like right there, two minutes after it happened, and then we did a instant, uh, instant reactions video talking about more in depth stuff. And then now we're here because we haven't recorded an episode since Sunday, and a lot has changed since the Giants versus Washington recap. Um, so that's why we're kind of going into this now. So Alex, first of all, long intro. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, it's it's crazy how Joe Judge has fallen and, and he's gone now. And everyone is gone. Well, not, not Chris Mara and, you know, Pettit and all those goofballs. But it's just crazy how he is gone. I'm just shocked. I said this in the in the video, like you said. It's it's so weird that John Mara made the correct decision. And I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. I'll say it again. And what I'm wondering now, and what many fans were wondering, is, okay, so what's going to happen from here? We didn't really get a big answer to that, but we did get uh, Mara's statement uh, from the firing or for the firing. So I'll read that now. Steve, Steve Tisch, and I both believe it is in the best interest of our franchise to move in another direction, said team president John Mara. We met with Joe yesterday afternoon to discuss the state of the team. I met again with Joe this afternoon, and it was during that conversation I informed Joe of our decision. We appreciate Joe's efforts on behalf of the organization. I said before the season uh, started that I wanted to feel good about the direction we were headed when we played our last game of the season. Unfortunately, I cannot make that statement, which is why we have made this decision. We will hire a general manager, and that person will lead the effort to hire a new head coach. That's the most important line in this whole thing. The GM will be the one hiring the head coach, not John Mara, the GM. Um, So we'll have to see what happens here, and it sounds like this GM is going to get a real shot at fixing the organization the proper way. Alex. This is huge news. This is great news, and we can break down this quote in many different ways. The first thing I like about it is, by the way, it's short. We didn't need any blah, 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 right? We, we, don't, we didn't need any of that, okay? Like the, the oh, congrats to this guy, uh, Joe Judge, you know, he's led us to an okay. He, he kept it short and sweet, right? He gave us what we wanted to hear, and even more, by announcing his frustration and I know you deleted that quote. I would like that quote back, please. I don't know why you're deleting that. I'm about to break it down in sections that I want to talk about. Thank you. Um, so basically, I want to talk about, like you said, unfortunately, I cannot make this state. Uh, I cannot make this statement, uh, which is why uh, we made this decision. Um, I mean, to admit that. What you said before the season was not led to, or like was not, um, I don't have the right word, but it, it didn't happen throughout this season is basically one big thing, which basically says what you wanted your team to accomplish and your coach to do just did not happen. And not everyone blatantly goes out and says that, and he did. And then he said, uh, we'll hire a GM. And like I think you already said, Alex, that's huge news. Huge news. So there's that. And also, I mean, the whole process of this was very odd. And Alex, you were talking about it before he got fired, how weird it was. So we heard all the press knew, right? All the Giants beat reporters knew that 10 a.m., whatever it was, there's going to be a meeting. Joe Judge 
and John Mara, or at least the big guys, the owners of the New York Giants. There's that. We knew that was happening. Then the players, individually, a few of them, go out and speak on Zoom in the afternoon yesterday, and they're questioned about the situation, and obviously they, they blocked, they tackled against the question. Saquon Barkley saying to the statement, um, I don't really know, they're, like I have no comment, I don't really know what to say on that. Or they just talked about how good he was as a head coach of this team. But none of them addressed the real thing that came out today that Joe Judge is gone. So, I mean, there's that. There's a, there's a million different ways we can take this from here, Alex. So, I don't, I don't know where you want to go with it. What I, what I would say, Joe Judge didn't get a fair shake at this job. He didn't. He was stuck with probably the worst general manager the Giants have had in I don't know how many years. Certainly the worst GM of my lifetime. He didn't get a fair shake at all. And because of that, he was stuck with players who he probably did not want. Or possibly did, maybe didn't, we don't know. And you'd give him an extra year if it wasn't for the situation this team is in now. He didn't, you know, life isn't fair. He didn't get the fair shake. So I do want to clear that up before we get through, you know, the rest of it. It's also easier to say that when he's not the coach anymore, I do got to say, because then you're not as you know pissed anymore. <laughs> Just like I wouldn't be saying I wish him, you know, the best of luck or whatever when he was still the coach, even though I, you know, throughout the end of the season, I was hoping that we wouldn't do super well. So he would get fired. I would say I, I think he's going to make a decent head coach in the future, depending on where he goes, college, etc. It, it's... It's it's upsetting for him, right? He's a person, right? You can't just like be like, oh, thank God this guy's fired. Woo! Like, oh, I'll have a party. He is a person after all, as much as we may dislike him. I'm just shocked with the process, like you said before, Josh. Waiting till Tuesday to do it instead of doing it on Black Monday. That signals to me that John Mara was confused about what was going on, that he had no clue, which is a bigger reason why he should not be involved. Because if he doesn't even know whether or not to fire a coach, he should have known whether or not he was firing Judge two weeks ago. A little scary. A little bit scary. So what I will say is hopefully we get the right GM candidate and then John Mara just needs to step aside. Because if he doesn't understand that Joe Judge had to be fired or what this team had to do, then there's a problem. I'm just glad we came to the right decision eventually. So that's the most important thing we can talk about in a later date when this is all blown over. Why, what John Marr is doing and what, what's going on inside his head and why this decision-making is so convoluted. But I'm, I'm very happy with how this is working out, and now we get to start fresh. This team can rebuild the proper way with a person, that GM, with their vision, with their head coach, eventually with their quarterback and, and with their coordin- uh, with the coach, like I said before. It, it's It's finally being done the right way. For years and years, we've had... GMs stay, but coaches go. Coaches stay, but GMs go. It's finally good that the the GM and the coach are on the same timeline. I mean, if I'm right here, this is going to be their third coach in the last two seasons. Two seasons? Judge has been the coach the last two seasons. (laughs) I should have had coach. To last two seasons or less. Sorry, I read that quote. Oh, I was, I was like, two seasons? Um, Judge has I was, been here for two seasons. Sorry, uh, I was reading Tom Pelissaro's quote wrong. He said the Giants fired Joe Judge, their third straight head coach the last two seasons or less. And that's what that's what Mara's kind of like didn't want to do, right? He didn't want to fire another coach after two years. That was the whole reluctancy about it. But he should have known what he was going to do before 
Black Monday, right? He, he needs to know. So that's a bit concerning, like I said, but we're not going to we're not going to dwell on it for now. I mean, it does it does raise a question, Alex, that why didn't he do it yesterday? And that could be you know, I just want to make the right decision type thing. I don't know. It's 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 tough, right? Cuz you don't want to be wrong. And it took him two times to meet with Joe Judge. And I do want to say I think really yesterday's meeting whether I'm not in the room so I have no idea, but I have to think that yesterday's meeting was he sat him down and he said, "Listen, give me your plan. Give me your plan. I want to know what do you think can can be done to the future of this team." And I think Joe Judge did lay down a plan. I think he told him exactly what he believed was the right is the right thing. Maybe he asked him what went wrong this last season. I'm sure he asked. I'm sure Mara asked him hard questions to answer. So like, what went wrong last season, and how can this team improve? Like, give me your plan for the next few years. And then after he was done, I think Mara probably. I I think Mara gave him the timeline of. Listen, give me 24 hours. I'll let you know my decision. And then by today, he let him know during their meeting or whatever, you're gone. I'm sorry. Like, you know, you've been, uh, you, you're you not that coach of this team anymore. But you're right. I, I, the decision to not fire him on Black Monday, it's something that we're not going to know. Uh, we don't know right now. Could very well come out soon enough. Uh, but from when we're recording this, we do not know any specifics on that. Yeah. And... and- it's just crazy with all that was going on. Could it possibly be where Joe Judge was making a push to make Kevin Abrams the new GM and that kind of, you know, peeved Mara off? Or was it that he wanted the involvement in the GM candidate process and who they were going to hire? And Mara was like, no, you can't do that. So these are all possibilities. And because it was originally reported by Mike Garofolo, others, that this is going to be a multi-day process, multiple meetings, days and days of meetings. Turned out to only be two days of meetings. So something I think must have ticked Mara off to do it. Maybe it was Judge himself or it was something with the GM candidates that possibly they didn't want him to be there. Uh, They didn't want, none of them wanted to interview if Judge was forced on them. And that's why Mara made the decision. It's definitely something that happened today, I think, that made him make the decision today or yesterday I don't think I think going out of Sunday they were prepared to keep him yeah so I have stuff here from New York Post writer New York Giants reporter or New York Post NFL reporter Ryan Dunleavy Uh, he said that Giants team sources on Joe Judge firing the coaching staff walking walked on eggshells players didn't believe in the system everyone liked him as a person but when you hear the same repetitive stuff Without changes, it becomes a broken record, which is very funny because, like, that's what we were thinking as fans. We didn't know if that was the same in the locker room, but it seemed to be the case. He also added to that tweet by responding to it uh, in another comment saying, This is why players pledging support for a hot seat coach at podium will always be hard to believe. Jay Glazer alluded to an unhappy locker room. So uh, don't leave you with the beat there. He also said, with what I'm hearing, I'll be surprised if Flores, Brian Flores, the head coach candidate that uh, is for a lot of teams. I know the Bears requested to interview him at the head coach position. A former, uh, The former Miami Dolphins head coach, which Alex and I were talking about, and I don't know if it's on the live stream or not recording, whatever it was. We mentioned, oh, that might be a good connection. And that might keep Patrick Graham, our defensive coordinator, here to stay because they have connection from both being in Miami. Uh, but... I'll be su- he said, I'll be surprised if Brian Flores is near the top of the Giants' wish list, but I've been surprised before. 
So interesting there coming from the the beat reporter. Um, I well, what was I going to respond to? Do we want to go to Gettleman now? Because that's also, I mean, a big thing here. We have to remember that a, a GM has just retired as well. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely get into Gettleman. I want to talk about what got Judge fired, right? What were the reasons by a normal person might fire Judge? You know, we're going to do the same with Gettleman, why he was a failure as GM. Why was Judge a quote-unquote failure as the and coach? And you could say why basically Gettleman was forced into retirement. He could have very yeah. well stayed for another few seasons if his team was doing well. Yes, exactly. So for Joe Judge, it's the bad timeout usage, the bad game management, some of the not going for it on fourth downs, the press conference after that Bears game for sure, this team's general poor performance after making big money moves, and of course, our favorite, two QB sneaks in a row in our last game. Those are just a few things that are like, if you put them all together, it's like, this guy needs to go. And that and that's part of the reason why he was on the he was on the hot seat. I think also Mark Colombo having them get in an argument yes. uh, last season definitely led to something. So having him being gone as the offensive line coach and then having this season, uh, Joe Judge throwing him under the bus in the post-game press conference, throwing his uh, offensive coordinator Jason Garrett under the bus, right? There was that. Then the next day, Jason Garrett's gone. So he kind of basically, I'm sure, forced his way into that decision of having Jason Garrett be gone as offensive coordinator. So that's two things that definitely, when you don't have reliable coaches, when you don't have the same coaches, that's going to be a problem. And alluding on to that, this is going to be an issue because, well, Joe Judge is gone. Our offensive coordinator was Freddie Kitchens, who stepped in for Garrett. Wasn't so good, so who knows what his future is. And now we're going to have to have another offensive line coach as, uh, what's his name, Rob Sale, is going to go to the Florida Gators. He's pursuing an opportunity in college football, so good for him. I mean, congrats. He's going to be the offensive coordinator of the Florida Gators, which means the Giants yet again. So what is that, uh, two times in three seasons? Four and five. Have... Four and five seasons. Wow, you so you go, yeah. you, go, you go big picture on that. Yeah. They're going to have the fourth offensive line coach in five seasons. So big, big news coming out there. Alex, I know you have everything listed here. Dave got him retired. What did go? What went wrong? Talk about it. Yeah, so we're talking everything. We're not just talking what happened with Joe Judge and what that these past two years have happened. We're looking at the whole thing because this all is connected, right? Drafting Saquon Barkley second overall, that all that is connected. Dave Gettleman started his Giants tenure in win now mode, and that was the big problem. We were not in win now mode. We were in rebuilding mode. We, he, you know, he promised to keep Eli to John Mara for a couple we seasons. Should. We should have been in rebuild mode. Yeah, we, we should have been. We weren't. He drafts Saquon Barkley second overall. Running back known to have low positional value. I've talked about this a million times. We should not have drafted him. There was plenty of quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, etc. You know, m- many didn't have Lamar Jackson, so I'll give him a pass on that. But Josh Allen for sure was up there. Will Hernandez in the second round of that draft, another bust. Promising, this is really the big thing, promising to fix the offensive line and failing to do so. Nate Solder. Yeah, go ahead. Not drafting Quentin Nelson and now having Will Hernandez getting injured in that final game could very well mean, and we talked about it again in the recap episode, not to allude to it again, but go check it out. Uh, When we said this could very well be Will Hernandez's last snap as a New York Giant, like you were alluding to his bust. Having him be, be here for... Four years, right? Having him be here for four years and having no no value at this point to yeah. be on this team anymore is unfortunate. 
Yeah, gave up seven sacks this season for anyone interested, which is just ridiculous. Signing Nate Solder in an attempt to fix the offensive line to a four-year, $62 million deal. It was really these free agency moves that were the worst. And then, of course, this one I'm not going to put full blame on him because he did draft the best quarterback at this position, Daniel Jones, six overall, 2019. It was the best quarterback that was on the board, but you shouldn't have drafted a quarterback that year because it just wasn't the class to do so. Similarly to this year, possibly this might even be a better class than that was. Trading for Alec Ogletree in 2018, fourth and sixth rounders um, heading to the Rams, I believe it was. Just not just another boneheaded decision that ended up costing us cap, dead money, etc. Signing Golden Tate to a three-year, $38 million deal. I thought Golden Tate was solid while he was here, but certainly not worth that type of money. And obviously had his off-the-field issues as well. Trading for Leonard Williams, third and fifth rounders in 2019, and then signing him to a long-term deal, three years, $63 million, which is over $20 million a year. Like I said in last episode, again in the recap episode, defensive player of the year numbers in terms of salary and he's not living up to those expectations i mean josh do you want to go through some of the rest or you want me to keep reading it's up to you you can talk about deandre baker i mean no 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 i i want you to go through the rest because i have a statement on uh, just finish okay trading up to draft deandre baker and then cutting him before we found out whether or not he was guilty or innocent and it turned out that he was actually innocent And uh, so not only did we trade up to draft him for someone with possible character issues, then we ended up cutting him before, you know, he was found guilty or innocent and eventually was found innocent. So double bad there. I have a question and I'll admit if I'm wrong or not. Didn't Landon Collins also fall under the Dave Gunnelman effect there too when he was? Yes. There's so many. I couldn't even, I have a list here. There's so many that I like, I had (laughs) so few good decisions. If you don't remember, Landon Collins was with the New York Giants, and he was eventually traded. Yeah. Uh, was he traded to Washington? I think no, he was directly. He, he, he was not. We let him go in free agency, and the fact that we didn't trade him where we could have gotten more value was the big thing. Also, Odell Beckham trade. Uh, Odell, another one. O- Odell Beckham trade, which honestly, Odell, I mean, you could state whatever you want. He's been doing really good with the Rams this season. I know he's like injuries, whatever. So, you could say, oh, yeah, we might have been better if Odell Beckham stayed. If you said Odell Beckham better if we if he left, I know the whole big deal with the uh, the Browns also included the Kevin Zeitler for, what's his name? B, was that B.J. Goodson? Was that? B.J. Goodson, or, yeah. I think, I think it was so. B.J. Goodson, that deal. Well, he also had Zeitler, who was probably the best offensive lineman for <laughs> the New York him. Giants, and said, yeah, yeah, we're going to let you know, Kevin. I'm sorry, but uh, we have some other better offensive linemen. He probably alluded to Nate Soldier in that quote, and uh, – no, I'm just kidding, but I mean, I don't know how you can let your best offensive lineman go, but another thing that he did, sorry, Alex, continue your it, list. It's crazy how you're mentioning all these things, and we, like, th- I didn't even have them on the list. There's so many mistakes. I can name, like, a million things, it feels like. Signing Kenny Galladay to a four-year, $72 million deal. That was Hasn't worked out so far. Hasn't worked out so far. Could end up working out, but I, I doubt it. It's a lot of money for a wide receiver who happens to be injury-prone. Trading Marcus Golden, who has, I believe, 11 sacks for a six-round pick was another interesting decision. I mean, there's plenty others, I'm sure. Dra- you know, drafting, you could say drafting Kadarius Tony, not picking Micah Parsons uh, when he was there. 
yeah, no, there's pl- there's plenty of mistakes you can count. There, I, I'm sure there's many more, but th- those are the ones I've written down. Josh, what are your comments on it? Yeah, so, well, my overall comment is I was just going to say, I think Dave Gettleman last season, I'm sure he knew he was on his last leg of being an NFL GM. So I think he's like, all right, we're just going to go all out because I'm not going to be here to fix it. I mean, because because here's the deal, right? You spend big in the offseason. Two things can either happen. It works or it doesn't. It works. You're in. You're you're hopefully deep in the playoffs. You make it to the divisional or conference. You win the Super Bowl or you lose in the Super Bowl. That's the that's it. It works, right? Or it doesn't work where you finish so close to making it to the playoffs, right? But you don't. You go nine and eight, or you go uh, what would that be eight and nine, right? Seven seven and ten. I think that's how they yeah with the additional game. That's how the records would work, right? You go right there, and then oh, you don't make the playoffs, and you also don't get that good of a draft pick, or you just are the New York Giants, and you get four wins on the season, and you get a pretty good draft pick. And also, Alex, I think so. That's what I think. I think he really just last year was like, I'm on my last leg. Let's go all out. Went all out. Knew he's like, I'm not going to be here to fix it, so it doesn't matter. Threw all that money, put the Giants in cap hell. I mean, really did because we look to this year's free agency. And that'll be later, later, later when we get to the when we get to that. We got a lot of stuff to cover before then. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's really what he did. I think he knew that it was coming to an end. He might have even informed John Mara before the season started that this is going to be his last. Who knows? But I th- he he put them in a really crappy situation, crappy to try and not curse a, a really bad situation, and it it. It suffer the team suffers, but he doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't. And that's the thing about keeping Joe Judge, right? Why many people were against it. He's on a short leash now. If he if he were to have stayed and new GM came in, then he's doing whatever he possibly can to make this team better as quickly as possible. Not maybe the proper way. Maybe trading for Russell Wilson, trading for Derek Carr, going all out, spending all our capital. And that would be a problem. So, you know, all these things add up. And it's just important that we start with a fresh slate and we need to bring bring in the best GM possible. And we got a whole bunch of interviews set up all with pretty much outside candidates. It, you know, it, it's 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 a good situation that the Giants are going through right now. Let's just hope we make the right decisions going forward. And going back to the quote originally when we were talking about Tish and Mara, I mean, to know that someone is twisting his leg or, or, or someone is there, or he just finally has the right mind and has changed his set of thinking, just makes me take a sigh of relief. You know, take take a breath, deep breath in, deep breath out. And, I mean, I feel like we're, we're, I mean, we're talking about all the negatives, but the good thing about that is they're gone. Joe Judge and his negatives are gone. Everything that went wrong with Gettleman is gone. And sure, we can be bad for another season. It could very well happen. But to know that at least they tried, they made an effort, right, to get a new GM in here and to hopefully get a new head coach in here, I think will uh, will hopefully, hopefully go ways. I, I hope it will. I mean, and to know that right now, looking at it, is they're going to have a meeting, an interview with a potential GM candidate, Kevin Abrams. But according to Ralph Acchiano... Uh, Judge was making a push to promote Kevin Abrams because if he did, then probably Judge would uh, still be here right now. And then uh, there was other reports stating that he's not a candidate, though, that they're going to interview him, 
but it seems that Kevin Abrams is not going to be a candidate for the GM position, but a bunch of others will. And uh, don't worry, we're going to be going into that. Alex, I mean, I, I, I want to say it just one more time. Dave Gettleman has retired, and Joe Judge has been fired, both from the New York Giants. You got any final, I mean, final words? Because I think I got it all out. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it. And it, it's good to see that we're on the same timeline, and this, this franchise has some hope going forward, so that's good. And um, we have a lot to talk about now. We, we For this episode, originally, we planned to talk about the GM candidates. But now we're going to wait. We're going to talk about the GM candidates and the head coaching candidates, possible head coaching candidates, uh, in the next episode. So make sure to stay tuned. That'll come out in the next few days. V- very exciting uh, stuff going on. Now we got some extra content. So I guess that's good, right? That is good. And, uh, I mean, I talked to you, Alex. If you haven't already, go check out If I Was the GM video because that talked about with Gettleman not being the GM of the New York Giants, what are the head coaching candidates this team can look at? And we mentioned a few of them. Now, this was before Black Monday we recorded. I think we recorded on Friday or Saturday. So we met, I, I told Alex in uh, the video or whatever, I don't remember where, I was like, we might have to do 1.5 on that because <laughs> we might have to add like Vic Fangio or uh, – or, um, Brian Flores. Thank you. And yeah. uh, um, I'm, why am I Matt just, Nagy. Matt, Na- Matt Nagy, yeah. If and you I really was, want to add him, not that anyone no. wants him. No. But I think now it's going to be a big deal with who the Bears and who the Giants are going to look at because, funny enough, we got their pick last year and we're in such a similar situation as they are with no head coach, no GM. I mean, it's just funny. It's just funny. I, I, I think, mean, uh, I think we're a more attractive destination than the Bears or even who's another team, the Vikings. I think the Vikings are probably more attractive than we are. They have a quarterback, so that's pretty helpful. They're not They're not looking for both, though, right? No, they they're are, looking right? for a GM. Yeah, they're looking for Bears, both, yeah. Giants, Vikings are the only teams looking, that are looking for, for both positions. Yes. Maybe Jaguars. No, Jaguars. Jaguars, too. Jaguars, too. Yeah. So those yeah. four teams. Okay. Who's who's gonna get first dibs, right? Or who's gonna get their guy? We'll have to Let's see. hope it's the Giants. Let's hope it's the Giants. And like Alex said, the video in the next few days because we have everything mapped out. They got a lot of interviews coming up, and uh, the first one's happening tomorrow uh, when we're recording this Tuesday night on Wednesday. So for right now, subscribe anywhere you're listening. I uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. If you're watching on there, drop a like there. You can also drop five stars or ratings and review, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's what I call it. And then you can follow us on Twitter, the Giant Take Pod, Instagram, the Giant Instagram and Facebook by the name, the Giant Take Podcast. TikTok is uh, the Giant Take Pod on there. ShipItStudios.com/slash/TheGiantTake. That is going to be all the places where you can find the listening platforms and where you can watch here on YouTube. But for now, I'm going to send it to my co-host Alex to uh, wrap this one up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast, and uh, we'll see everyone in the next few days with a video looking at some of the GM candidates, some of the head coaching candidates, and whatever other news pops up um, then. Yeah, video and episodes. Stay tuned for it.
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.